Standby. Hello, this is Penn Jillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the lackadaisical Librocubicularist podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I would potentially enjoy it. A ringing endorsement. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Television talk. What's this? Immediately hearing the, the television talk theme? That is unheard of. That's because this is a very special episode. But aren't they all? A very special episode in which we're going to talk... And when I say we, I mean I. I'm using the podcast we. Oh, off to a rocky, rocky start already. What else is new? Ugh. Hi, my name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the lackadaisical liberal Cooper Carol Arrest. Today, we're going to do a television talk-only episode, which is what makes it special. Special in that it's very, very similar to pre- Episode 300 thematically, in terms of, not thematically, set up in terms of uh, just one episode devoted to one subject, this being television shows in which I have a lot to talk about. Uh, basically, what has happened is uh, lots of TV goings-ons happening, I guess, lately, what with uh, the summer coming on. So, because I've sort of experiencing much more in the way of television, as opposed to all other forms of media, being movies, books, games, and internets, uh, I figured, hey, why not dust off the old television TV Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll do a television-specific episode. So that is what this is. That is what this is. Today's sponsor is television, let's say, because I didn't write one down. Really not prepared for this at all, so let's see what we have to talk about. Item the first is Late Night with David Letterman, final episode. Uh, I don't think I've... No, I'm going to say I don't think... I know I've never done this before. Literally within the last 60 seconds finished watching uh, the last episode... So, uh, that's kind of part and parcel to me recording this right now. Hey, there you go. I was, from a very, very young age, a David Letterman fan, until I reached the age where I couldn't stay up and watch late-night television and still go about my duties, be it school or work. Uh, David Letterman was, first and foremost, my my late-night go-to. And for years, at least, uh, I did watch him... Uh, late night, like actually on the television, as that was your only option back then. Uh, now <clears throat> I can sort of experience my Conan O'Briens and uh, Jimmy Kimmel's and what have yous uh, on the internet afterwards, as I have done here. So um, kind of jumped off the bandwagon for a while when it came to David Letterman, which uh, saddens me that it happened, but uh, it did happen. It's just a change in lifestyle meant a change in viewing habits, as will happen to human beings. That being said, uh, I've never had a moment where I didn't think he could still generate laughs within me, as he has proven to do so in 
this final episode. So uh, yay on that. Excuse me. Definitely uh, being a final episode, sort of that mixture of sad and happy laughs and sort of poignant moments. Uh, being someone who's always on the lookout for laughs, I probably focus more on the laughs than on the sad parts, but uh, it's still nice to see that he uh, has emotions, <laughs> because that's something, when it comes to David Letterman, uh, he always feels a little sort of out there in terms of not being a, a real human being with real emotions, more just a, a late-night talk show automaton uh, spewing forth jokes for our amusement, but not really having feelings towards things that are happening in the real world. Wow, that got kind of dark there. Excuse me, one second. Clearing throat. Clearing throat. Edit that out. Oh, wait, I don't have editors, so that will be problematic. Uh, I've got nothing against David Letterman. It's just sometimes he has that sort of cold vibe to him, which can aid in the comedy, to be fair. So, again... Uh, I think probably in the, it went kind of a strange route in that, uh, well, I guess not strange necessarily. Last episode, are you going to have a guest, per se? You didn't really have a guest. Uh, the closest he got was the top ten list in which former guests delivered the top ten list. I guess it was all, for the most part, mostly comedians, with the exception of Barbara Walters and Peyton Manning, which seemed kind of an odd ad. Uh, my favorite, of course, being Bill Murray, as I am. Uh, gotta be, I gotta assume I'm in the, in the top, you know, one percentile of, uh, Bill Murray fans on this globe. I, I have to assume that. I've seen all those movies, even the ones that probably a lot of Bill Murray fans have never heard of. I, I gotta assume that fact. So, just throwing that out there. Uh, if you are not a David Letterman fan, I am not sure if this episode would turn you into one. Which, I guess it doesn't really matter, now that he's sort of going to presumably be out of the public eye now and spending time with his family. Which uh, is kind of nice. When you reach that age, he's got a a son and wife, so now he gets to spend time with them in his older age. So, you know, good on him for making the decision. Uh, I am excited for Stephen Colbert to take over, which if you didn't know, Stephen Colbert is going to be taking over this late night talk show. Uh, I assume when he does, he's not going to be doing it in his Colbert Report uh, persona. He's going to be more himself. That's my sort of assumption. Uh, And then that leads me to the question, how much of that is him? Obviously, none of the sort of crazy uh, racist, uh, (laughs) not racist necessarily, but uh, uh, Republican viewpoints that he throws out to prove his points. Uh, probably going to drop by the wayside and then more his sort of personality will shine through. Uh, I'm very, very curious and I will, I assume, do as I do with Conan and Jimmy Kimmel and add him, uh, potentially add him to the uh, weekly viewings of late night talk show hosts clips on YouTube because that's all I, uh, I don't want to say that's all I have time for, but that's all I have time for. (laughs) Yeah. Busy guy, I got podcasts to record. Moving on to item the second, Portlandia season four available on Netflix. Thank you. This, uh, compared to, uh, and it's like comparing apples and much, much different types of apples, uh, comparing to David Letterman, uh, 
the season series finale, his final episode, whatever you want to call it, uh, generated in my belly much, 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 much more laughter and mirth. So thank you for that. But uh, that doesn't make sense to compare them, so forget I just said that. Again, edit that out. I don't have an editor. That will not be edited out. What is going on here? I don't know. Portlandia. Starring Fred Armisen and... And of course, Carrie Brownstein. 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 Brownstein? Carrie Brownstein. Stein. Stein and Stein. Love her. <laughs> uh, yeah, this show, I've been on board since the get go. And I don't know what it is. How do you take a city, the city of Port- Portland, Oregon, and set your entire sketch comedy show basically within its environs and uh, make that be consistently funny for now four seasons. Uh, They find a way to do it. Very, very much so. It's uh, weird. It's got some of the weirdness of... uh, It's like mixing a... uh, Kids in the Hall. I I sense a little bit of the, the weirdness from that. And then... Uh, well, it's, it's hard to compare it with things because it's a, it's a thing unto itself, is what it is. The, the kind of interesting thing about uh, Portlandia as well is that it's basically, if I had to put a percent on it, uh, 80-ish plus percent just Fred and Carrie Brownstein doing most of the characters. Uh, there, there's other characters, of course, you couldn't, I uh, suppose, do a sketch show with just two people but um most of the roles are filled by by fred and carrie in various different costumes and roles and personas so uh that in itself is very impressive some of the people who you might see from time to time are uh, kumail nanjiani huh who i have mentioned quite a number of times they have uh, guest stars as well uh, one thing that I thought was funny is that, and I don't know how this never clicked for me, uh, I've talked about uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.s uh, on quite a few occasions, and I've talked about even uh, Portlandia on a few occasions. What didn't click for me is that uh, Sky's father on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the mayor of Port- Portland, Oregon on the show Portlandia is the same guy. That I'm impressed by him, just for the reason that those two roles are like pretty pretty far apart so uh, good on him and and he does both of them well you know it's funny uh the sort of craziness uh of the mayor him oh, what's his name oh shit well i don't have it up here anyways the craziness of the mayor of portlandia kind of peeks a little bit through uh, playing sky's crazy father on agents of shield there is little twinges of that just from the last episode they did, uh, which was very interesting, is that uh, Carrie and Fred play a whole bunch of different characters, and on the final episode, uh, they all sort of appear in one storyline, which uh, I don't think happened in any other episodes that I do recall. So, good on them for uh, trying something a little different and uh, a little more challenging, presumably. Okay, uh, I guess before we move on to our final item, let's give a honorable mention to Madman. I'm uh, chugging along. Uh, just started a couple episodes into season five. Probably at the very least do a some sort of wrap up uh, when I do finish it, and uh, we could talk about it then. 
But for now, I'm not complete, so we're not going to talk about it yet. Uh, what we will talk about is a new show that I've just started. Oh, since I finished uh, QI, which uh, I did bring back uh, a handful of episodes. I just want to say that show as a whole, uh, amazing, definite 5 out of 5. So, so funny, mixed with being quite interesting, which is what QI stands for. So, mission accomplished. Uh, highly recommend if you ever get a chance to check out QI that you do so. Uh, five out of five, Tef and Hitley. Same with Portlandia. Uh, and what was the first thing I spoke of? Oh, uh, the season finale. I, I go four, maybe a three out of five. Yeah, probably a three out of five. It didn't didn't knock my socks off for some reason. I, I don't know. I was expecting maybe to shed a tear, and I didn't. Disappointed at lack of tear shedding. Tear, tear shed disappointment. Water, tear, tear, tear shed a point. Oh boy, what is what has happened? Okay, moving on to the final item, uh, the show that I have uh, used to fill in the gap where QI once lay. That is, of course, WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, you know it. Oh, you know what I should do? Is play the uh, theme song. You know what? Uh, I'm going to find the theme song and plug it in right about here. Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. WKRP Got kind of tired of packing and unpacking From town to town, up and down the dial Maybe you and me were never meant to be Just maybe think of me once in a while I'm at WKRP in Cincinnati They don't make those uh, theme songs like they used to, do they? Uh, maybe there's a reason for that. No, the friggin' awesome theme song. Shut up, you idiot. Okay, uh, if you're unfamiliar with the song, you didn't grow up in the 80s like myself. <laughs> Actually, what year did this start? Oh, it started... How the hell did I watch this show? 78 to 82. So, presumably I watched this in reruns as I was born in 81. And I assume... Uh, as a one-year-old, I wasn't enjoying the series finale of WKRP in Cincinnati. It's possible, but uh, unlikely. So it must have been reruns that I remember this uh, show from. Anyways, uh, start the the show's about a uh, radio station. Oh, you know what? Another really good radio station show is News Radio, which I would put above WKRP just because it's, well... You know, a little more uh, up-to-date. Yeah, maybe that's why. Anyways, it's your sort of typical uh, 80s comedy. You got your hijinks. That's primarily what this show is relying on. Hijinks of one form or another. Uh, Your stars are Gary Sandy, who plays Andy Travis. He's uh, new to Cincinnati. And uh, is put in charge of this radio station, which is owned by uh, Gordon Jump, who plays Arthur Big Guy Carlson. <laughs> He's kind of a fumbling uh, Michael Scott type. Ooh, yeah, you know what? 
Big Guy Carlson, Michael Scott. Yeah, you know, that's a that's a pretty apt, uh, I would say, comparison. Sure, why not? We've got uh, Howard Hessman as Dr. Johnny Fever, who is one of the, um, whatchamacallit things, uh, radio station DJs, disc jockey, if you prefer. If you prefer. We got uh, Lonnie Anderson, who plays Jennifer Elizabeth Marlowe. I will say of Lonnie Anderson, uh, I don't really go for the uh, the type, but she looks pretty good in this. And that's like looking good in the 80s, which uh, is hard to do when you're dressed as people in the 80s and still look good. That's, uh, that's impressive. We've got uh, Richard Sanders as Les Nessman. He's the newsman. Again, a sort of fumbly-bumbly type. Uh, Frank Bonner as Herb Tarlick, who's kind of a womanizing uh, jerk face. Tim Reed plays Venus Flytrap. <laughs> He's another DJ. And uh, lastly, Jane Smithers plays Bailey Quarters. Uh, that's an interesting character as well. She's like a woman who's trying to show... Uh, I guess that a woman can make it in this business and she's very sort of shy and um, she doesn't really ever stand up for herself well she does sometimes but she she's kind of a, a good commentary on how women were seen back in the day that uh, a character such as this was looked at as oh my who's this woman what does she think she's doing she's pretending like she could do the job of a man oh wow so uh, it'll definitely show you the show how far we've come. Uh, yeah, in terms of social type things, that's not what the show is trying to do. It's trying to show how the like 16th ranked radio station in Cincinnati in the 80s uh, tried to turn it around and become popular. Is is basically what it is. I'm uh, probably almost done season one. Uh, and I've, I think I've seen every episode that I have rewatched so far, which is kind of surprising to me because I didn't think I'd seen every one. Maybe uh, there's only four seasons. Maybe as I get more towards the end, uh, I'll see some I haven't. I and I may end up bringing it up, bringing back more. Perhaps we'll do sort of like how I did with uh, other shows, and each season I, I complete, we'll bring it back and talk about it. It's something to that effect. You never know. You never know. Oh, shit. I totally forgot. Um, okay, so this is sort of a little... Uh, uh, let's just say bleh, we're done talking about television. Wow, that's, uh, that's really good. Yes, we're done television talking segment complete. New segment starting. Uh, this is just a little tidbit of a fry internet day. Uh, one of the podcasts I listen to is called The Todd Glass Show. I'm sure if you are a regular listener, if such a thing exists, uh, I've talked about it from time to time. And uh, something that I've sort of heard on the show is a need for a jingle. No, that's not really what happened. But uh, I do hear they play the odd jingle on the show. <laughs> Just the odd one every once in a while. Anyways, uh, I decided to create and um, send in a jingle of my own, which just so happened to be apparently good enough to get a little play on their podcast. So, uh, in celebration of that, to end this show, I'm giving this little hidden uh, track. Yeah, this is like a hidden track because it's not going to say it in the episode. 
or maybe it'll be, I'll, I'll say this episode has a hidden track or something. Maybe I will. I don't know what I'm doing, just in general, with that episode and in general. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. What is going to happen, I could say, is that you're going to hear my jingle that I created. And then uh, right after that, you'll hear them playing it on the Todd Glass Show, since obviously I had to download it. And then uh, you'll hear the end of this podcast. So if you make it through all that, you've made it to the end and you win. You win. I think I should say the final thing I say at the end of every podcast, and that is, of course, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Shit, piss, fuck, talk. Cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Shit, piss, fuck, talk. Cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Seven of them you can't say on television. Guy's name Todd. I love words. I love, as I say, they're my uh, work, they're my play, they're my passion. Words are all we have, really. New Nabisco Tits. Guy's name Todd. Oh, guess what? A little tribute to George Carlin. I, yeah, I have a, a produced show, assholes. <gasps> it's a produced show, you fucking piles of shit. Wow. Hun, who, he, her. To George Carlin. Wow, Todd, this is impressive. Shit, piss, fuck, cock. Cock, motherfucker, and tits. George Carlin, everybody. I love guys named Todd. Oh. words listen I love that I say they're my uh, work they're my play they're my passion words are all we have really you only have words he said new Nabisco tits Nabisco tits he said yeah. I'm gonna get your love I'm gonna get your love it's all yours now Guys named Todd. Come and get your love. I do it right. <laughs> this is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. 
time to plug some things and I do not mean buts. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email jordan.maywood at gmail.com. I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come and be. Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come. Live long and prosper.